Hello, and welcome to the Monday edition of Discovering the Jewish Jesus with Rabbi Schneider. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and for the next half hour, we're going to be learning how to walk closer to the Lord. In the book of Genesis, we learn about a man named Enoch who walked so close to God that God simply carried him away when it was his time for him to die. So what simple but profound truths can we learn from this larger-than-life hero of the faith? Well, that's the question that Rabbi addresses today. And if you'd like to take some notes on today's message, then be sure to download Rabbi's study guide at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. But now, here is Rabbi Schneider. We're gonna be going into the Word of God. We're gonna get back to the basics, but I believe that some of you are gonna discover truth during the course of this broadcast that's gonna empower you and ignite within your soul a new fire and a new passion to live for God. I want you to consider with me the possibilities of what you can ascend to in this world. There's a saying and it says this, what has been is what can be. And even more, Jesus said, you can have because of me. Consider that statement in light of Enoch. The scripture tells us in the book of Bereshit, in the book of Genesis chapter 5, verse 24, that Enoch walked with God and he was not for God took him. Listen once again, Enoch walked with God and he was not for God took him. Most understand this verse to be that somehow Enoch was walking in such unity with his creator that God just lifted him off the earth while he was still alive and took him. The point is Enoch was living a supernatural life. He was walking with God in supernatural, spectacular victory. I want to declare today over your life, beloved one, that you too can walk with God. Jesus said, all things are possible for those that believe. I wanna give you some key truth that will help you walk with your creator. So I'm gonna give you several simple themes that if you'll really take these to heart, if you'll really internalize them, if you'll really put them in front of you, like David said, the Lord is continually before me. If you'll wake up in the morning with these themes in front of your heart and mind, you're going to ascend into a place where you're truly going to be walking with God, and it's going to be supernatural. Your friends are going to see it, your family's going to see it, and you're going to know it. You're going to experience divine reality in your life beyond anything you've known in the past if you'll simply apply these truths to your life, not for a day, Not for a week, not for a month, not even for a year, but the truths, beloved ones, to impart to your heart right now are truths that should stay with you even to your last breath in this world. Because these truths that I'm going to share today are eternal truths and they reveal the purpose of your and my being here and how to walk with our Creator. The truth is, as just a side note here, the natural disposition of our flesh is that we receive revelation from God 
But unless we keep the revelation that we receive, beloved one, continually before us, what's gonna happen is that it's gonna dissipate. We're gonna forget about it. We're gonna lose it. I've noticed that in my own life. Consider this. Think of the parable that Jesus told about the sower went out to sow the seed. And Jesus tells the parable about the sower sowing the seed. He said that the seed was the word of God and the ground that the seed was sown into was symbolic of different types of people. And we remember there are four types of ground. There's four types of people in whom the word is sown in. The first type of soil or the first type of person that the word is sown in, Jesus said the word is sown, but it takes no root because as soon as the seed is sown, which is the word, immediately it's taken away from them by a predator. And so the predator is the devil. Some people hear the word, it doesn't take any root in them. They don't take a hold of it. Immediately the devil comes and snatches it from them. We've all shared the gospel, at least many of us have with people, and it just doesn't take root. As soon as we share it with them, the devil just snatches it from them. They don't want to believe it. They don't want to receive it. They're blind to it. But that's not most of us. That's not most of you that are listening. Some of you perhaps, but many of you are listening because you love God and you love truth. So let's consider now the next two types of soil that the word is sown into. Jesus said there's another type of ground and the word is sown in it and immediately it begins to spring forth. It takes form, a plant comes out of the ground. But Jesus said that when the sun comes out, the sun scorches it and it withers and dies because it has no root. And Jesus said, this is the type of person. He said that they receive the word, but because they don't work with it, when things get tough in life, when they run into challenges, the word gets choked out and they forget about it. And then there's another type of individual. And this individual, they receive the word and it begins to bear fruit. But then what happens is the desire for other things leads the person away from the word. They forget about the word and they bear no fruit. Then there's the last type of soil. There's the last type of person she has described. And she said, this person receives the word and then they nurture it. They work with it. They cling to it. They water it. And it ends up becoming a healthy plant and bearing fruit. Jesus said, this is the type of person when they receive the word, they take a hold of it. They water it. They cling to it. They nurture it. They get in the word. They put themselves in an environment where the plant will grow, where the word will grow within them. And they end up bearing forth fruit to eternal life. Now, here's the reason I shared this with you, beloved ones, at this point in the message. It seems like it's a bit off subject, but there's a reason that I shared it with you. Because this parable applies not just to the gospel message of salvation, which is what we commonly attribute it to, but it also applies to any revelation that we receive. Anytime God gives us a truth, we sometimes can think about this in our own life and we'll see it's correct. We receive fresh revelation. We're really excited about it. In fact, it kind of propels us forward. It's like we have a new passion for the Lord. But oftentimes what happens with this new revelation is eventually after a month or even a few weeks or maybe even a few months, what eventually can happen is exactly what happened with those soils and the individuals that we just described that those soils symbolized. We can find ourselves 
drifting away from the fresh revelation that we just received. Not just, again, the message of salvation, but any revelation. God reveals something to you, like give thanks to him always. And you begin to do it for a few days or even a few weeks, but all of a sudden you get lost somewhere in life. Maybe you get hit with something. You get hit with a tragedy, whatever it is, and you somehow forget about the revelation. You get overwhelmed by your circumstances. And before long, you completely forgot about it. It's as if you never even received it. Sometimes, once again, people hear revelation, they get passionate, they get excited, their faith in God, it springs forth, but then all of a sudden, maybe they're offered a new position at work. It could be anything, but all of a sudden, they get so sidetracked on their new position at work and their fleshly ambition takes over, and all of a sudden, they forget about God, they lose the revelation, and once again, the revelation gets choked out. So I told you that, beloved ones, because what I'm about to give you today are very significant, supernatural keys that if you'll stay on course with these keys that I'm gonna give you, if you'll write them down, if you'll review them, I'm telling you, you won't lose them. It's gonna keep you making progress and you're gonna be the type of ground that brings forth a plant that endures to eternal life. With that said, beloved, let's pray. Father God, we worship you. We declare, Father, that you are the creator, that from you and through you and to you are all things. Father, we wanna fulfill your purpose and your desire for our life. So Father God, Hashem, we give you ourselves. Now work within us according to your good pleasure and accomplish everything in us that you want to. And let this message, Father, serve as a means through which you accomplish your purposes in each one's life. In Yeshua's name, in Jesus' name, we say Baruch Hashem, blessed be the name of the Lord. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus and Rabbi will be right back. If you're looking to better equip yourself in your study, pursuit, and growth in Jesus the Messiah, be sure to go online and explore our treasury of Messianic content. You'll find Messianic teaching tools and videos, information about God's seven annual feasts, the Hebrew names, titles of God, and so much more. This content is ready and available for you today online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. To become a blessing in someone's life today, get in touch to partner with us. Our mission is to prepare the world for Jesus' return, and your financial gift is channeled directly toward this worthy cause. Take your first step today by calling 800-777-7835. That's 800-777-7835. Or visit us at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Your contribution will equip others for Messiah's return. And now here is Rabbi Schneider with the rest of today's message. So here we go. We talked about the fact that Enoch walked with God. He walked supernaturally with God. You too can walk with God. How? First of all, beloved ones, we can walk with God by acknowledging him. I'm gonna give you several keys. I'm gonna build on each one of the keys. This might sound very simplistic, but let me ask you a question. You can walk with God by acknowledging him. Here's the question. When you wake up in the morning, is the first thing that you do, is it to acknowledge God? Many of us wake up in the morning, we don't wake up and we get out of bed and the first thing that we do is acknowledge our creator, acknowledge Hashem, which is the Hebrew way of saying the Lord. It means the name, the name of the Lord. 
Do you wake up in the morning and as you're putting your feet on the floor, do you say, Father God, thank you. Thank you that I woke up this morning. Thank you, Father God, that you gave me another day. Father, thank you that everything that's gonna happen today is gonna be an opportunity for me to grow in grace, to overcome. Father God, that you're Lord, that you're in charge of my life, that you cause all things to work together for good for me. So Father, I acknowledge you today as I begin the day that this day is a gift. Father, I wanna acknowledge you as God. I want to acknowledge, Father God, that I'm alive only because you saw fit to bring me into this world and create me. I acknowledge, Father, that you're my creator, that I don't belong to myself, Father, that you're the creator, that everything belongs to you, that my life belongs to you. And I acknowledge, God, that you reign. I acknowledge, Father, that you're the master of the universe, that you're Adon Olam, we say in Hebrew, the master of the universe, that you're in charge, that you reign, that you form light, that you create darkness according to the book of Isaiah. Father, I acknowledge that you're Lord, that you reign. Father, yes, I see tragedy in the world. I see bad things happen. But Father God, 99% of what I see in the world is you and your glory and your goodness. I realize that Satan's here, but that Father, you cause all things to work together for good. So I acknowledge you this morning, Father. I acknowledge that you're the creator and the Lord and the master of the universe and that you're the Lord of my life. So Father, I thank you this morning. I thank you for creating me. And Father, I'm gonna walk through the day in faith. I'm gonna acknowledge you, Father. I'm gonna have faith in you. I'm gonna have faith in you as master and creator. And I'm gonna believe, Father God, that everything that I walk through today is what you've ordained for me. Because you said, Abba God, that you prepared good works for me to walk in them. So I'm thanking you, Father God, that as the day unfolds, as I put one foot in front of the other through space and time, that I'm gonna continue to encounter new realities, new circumstances, new relationships, new energies, new dynamics, and that every time I enter into something new, Father, I acknowledge that you're with me, that you're in it, that you're involved, that you're causing something new to come forth from my life and that it's for your glory. I acknowledge you, Father God, as my creator. And Father God, I want to once again give you thanks for everything. I declare, Father God, today that no matter what happens to me, I'm going to give you thanks because your word says, give thanks in all things for this is God's word for you in Christ Jesus. This is God's will for you in Christ Jesus, Paul said, to give thanks in all things. So we're acknowledging the creator, no matter what happens, beloved ones, we acknowledge God. No matter what we run into, we acknowledge God. The things that feel good, we acknowledge God and thank him. The things that are challenges and hardships, then too, beloved ones, we acknowledge acknowledge God, like Job said. Shall I receive good things from God, but not accept difficulties? Far be it from me. We all need to live like that. You see, it takes difficulties to strengthen us. So we acknowledge God as our creator. We acknowledge that whatever we're walking through, God is using it for the good. He's bringing about the best for our lives from it. In fact, some of the challenges, beloved child of God, that you're going through are exactly what you need in order to spiritually develop. Some of the hardships that you're going through, that's exactly what you need in order to come to maturity. 
Remember Paul. The scripture tells us in the book of Corinthians that Paul was experiencing a tormenting spirit. The scripture calls him a messenger of Satan. And Paul prayed that the Lord would take it away. But what did God say to him? No, Paul, I'm not gonna remove it. My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is gonna be perfected in your weakness. You see that hardship, beloved church, that Paul was going through was exactly what he needed in order to develop, in order to grow in power, in order to come into spiritual maturity. You see, the Father knew that we needed an adversary. He knew that we needed a challenge. This is why Jesus said, he that overcomes will inherit these things. The point that I'm making is we acknowledge God in everything. We acknowledge him as God. We acknowledge him as Lord. We acknowledge him as our creator. We acknowledge him in everything that we walk through, good and bad, and through faith, through emanah, which is the Hebrew word for faith, we listen now. Thank Him for everything. Every breath that we breathe is a gift from our Creator. Once you master this simple principle, you're gonna be well on your way to walking with God. We hope that you were blessed by today's message. And now here's Rabbi and his wife, Cynthia, to share some closing thoughts on what we just heard. It's easy to thank God when things are going great. Right. But the test of faith is, will we thank Him and praise Him when things are going wrong? Right. And Cynthia and I just experienced an opportunity to put this truth to the test because as we are up here filming right now, we went to look at the last episode so that Cynthia and I could do our portion after the episode. And when they went to a pull it up to show me, our piece of our technical equipment ended up breaking and we lost the whole show. Wow, that was a test for us. It's like we were, we're having to take a hold of our own good words that we're giving our viewers. Yeah. It was a test for us to say, okay, now we have to walk in this. Right, will we give thanks to God at all times? Yes. Will we have the faith to believe that God truly is working all things according to the counsel of his own will? Yes. So, you know, it's interesting, honey, when we speak about a test of our faith, the biblical definition of testing is not just that God's gonna you know, put something in front of us to see whether we're gonna pass or fail, but it really is a test designed to bring us to the next level, yeah. to expose our weakness, if there is any, to ourselves so that we can be pruned and come to the next level of our faith in Him. Right, and you know the beauty of it is when we take the challenge from the Lord to walk our experiences out in a different way, in the ways that He's told us to, praising Him even when it looks dark, that's when we start to experience His faithfulness. What God is calling us to, the lesson is to thank Him in the hard times. We need to activate our will to say, I'm gonna believe you, God, That's and I'm it. gonna thank you. We That's might it. not feel like it. It may feel like the most unnatural thing in the world to do, but it's when we choose to exercise our faith, when it's the hardest to do it, that transformation really takes place in our yes, life. So I want to yes. encourage you, next time you run into a difficulty, next time you run into a challenge, praise God anyhow, and He's gonna supernaturally transform you and bring you up to the next level in Him. 
You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. To learn more about this daily Bible teaching program or our teacher, Rabbi Schneider, just head on over to our website. You'll find us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And while you're there, be sure to take a look at all the great messianic content and resources we have available, like Rabbi's books, articles, and videos. We even have some pages on all the annual biblical feasts and holidays throughout the year. And if you don't know that much about them, we'd love for you to learn more so that you can help us share the good news with those who need to hear it the most. And then finally, if you're looking for ways to expand your influence this holiday season, consider partnering with us. Here's Rabbi once again to tell us more. Beloved, the title of the series that you're listening to today is called Simple But Profound Truth. The reason I titled it this way is because the truths that I'm proclaiming in this series are very simple, yet they have the power to transform our lives. Think about it. We hear, for example, proclaimed all the time that God loves us, but when we really personally internalize that the Creator Himself loves us, it changes our life. Continuing on this concept, I want to point it towards our finances. The truth is, if we say we love God and we honor Him, yet we're not tithing and presenting offerings to Him, something's wrong. Because those of us that know the Word of God and really know God's love and honor Him, the natural result is gonna be that we're gonna tithe and present offerings. I just simply wanna encourage you, if God is blessing you through this ministry, would you present your tithe to Father God through this ministry or present Him an offering? God loves you, God bless you, and shalom. To support this ministry with a gift of any amount, visit us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com or give us a call. One of our team members will be happy to take your call. So just dial 800-777-7835. You know, we are so grateful for your voluntary financial gifts and your prayers. And we can't thank you enough for valuing Rabbi's teaching and wanting to see this ministry thrive, not only in your local listening area, but all around the world. And you can also send your gift of partnership in the mail when you write to us at Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. As a token of our appreciation for your financial gifts, we'll send you the latest copy of our newsletter that has a lot of special content updates, and even a letter from Rabbi's wife, Cynthia, along with a select audio CD of Rabbi's message of the month. And if you'd like to stay connected with Rabbi's daily devotional, you can sign up for Seeds of Revelation to be delivered right to your email inbox at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Just click stay connected. And right now, here's Rabbi with a special blessing. In the book of Numbers, chapter 6, we find a personal blessing from God our Father. This blessing should touch our hearts because it's so personal. Father God wants to intimately bless you, so receive His blessing into your life today with gladness and an open heart. Yavah Yahweh Yair Yahweh 
The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. Let our prayer team pray for you. We lift up every individual request before the Lord. Submit your prayer request or testimony at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. That's discoveringthejewishjesus.com. You can also connect with us on your social media outlets to stay up to date on the content you love. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and subscribe on YouTube. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Be sure to join us again tomorrow when Rabbi Schneider explains how we practice hearing God more clearly. That's Tuesday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.